Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm giving him benefit of the doubt. I don't feel awesome about it. But Mason's seventh, but he's a live dog. He's live at seven. I think he's capable of some things. There's where I, I have him. I ranked him sixth. This was I agonized over this order. I ended. I did the full league, then I did the AFC. I ended up on, this is going to shock you, the whole... 14, the whole league, AFC, NFC, quarterbacks in the playoffs, ended up putting Stafford one. I think with it, the I way think, they're playing I right now, being it is history. You could say Jordan Love. Well, okay, history is not, but Jordan Love is he's probably won a Super Bowl. Jordan Love's probably playing better than anyone in the NFL right now. At that Look position. at the Rams' points week to week. I'm Malzie. aware. I'm aware. They're red hot. All right. So this is what I did here. Okay. I went Allen one in the AFC. Yes. Yep. Okay. I went Mahomes two. I don't like the way they're playing as an offense. I don't like the way he looks. But but I just have so much respect for him as a he's accrued a quarterback. He's accrued a good bit of uh, Super Bowl of last room. year. Yes. So I put him too. Dude, I'm seeing people pick them to win the Super Bowl still. Experts like who? Bill Barnwell. He's got him going all the Bill way. Bill doesn't like me. Number three. You should kind of look into why so many of these people dislike you. Number three. Yeah. Flacco. Put him third. Combination again. How well he's playing right now. Undefeated and, on wild card weekend in his career. Most road playoff wins. He's a Besides baller. Besides Brady. He's got, he's got the slowest heartbeat almost of any of them. He looks, I know he's not disinterested. It's, it's actually come to light how clearly, like, much he loves the game. He, if you want your quarterback to be like a pilot on a plane, like the guy looks old and disinterested, like I do this so often. Uh-huh. Joe Flacco's that guy. He's your airplane pilot. Four. Not Stroud, I bet. Stroud, okay. Don't know. Doesn't have all of his weapons, so I think it might. And he's going against the best defense in the conference, and maybe in. You the know NFL. what? I'm going to flip it. I'm going to. I'm. I'm not going to do this guy a disservice and create some like viral take here, which an oh, entire yeah. fan base gets mad at me. You're going to put Jackson. I'm going to put Jackson four, Stroud five. I'm going to make that switch. I'm going to save myself from. Here comes all these haters out there. Yeah, what's going to happen is actually the Steelers are going to pull off the stunner against the Bills, get the Ravens. You're going to down-talk Jackson all week, and then it's going to be 28 of, 20, of 29, 370, six touchdowns as the Ravens win 42-3. to three. Six? Tua. No, Mason. Mason. Mason, you got him ahead of Tua. I got Tua seven. I'll tell you what, just Tua, don't know Tua what gets to... exposed badly. When he, when he makes a bad throw, it looks as bad as anybody in the NFL. I just don't know what to expect from the guy. What was up with the – he's going to Claypool in double coverage on, yeah, a, that's on a, a, a hospital ball, basically? That's a tough one to erase from my brain. 
horrible throw. It really is. And he could have punched the Steelers' ticket to Kansas City where they'd be playing in potentially the coldest game so ever. So that's just how I would rank those guys right now. Allen, Mahomes, Flacco. So you and I are pretty Jackson, similar. Jackson, Stroud, Mason, and Tua. You, you and I are pretty similar. I didn't rank the whole conference in order. I'd have Jackson higher. Who? Who would you put him over? I'd Allen? put Jackson over Flacco uh, right now for sure. Why for sure? Because I think he's better. Okay. Hard to argue with that, Chris. You're just going to give me a blanket statement. <laughs> well, because if, you, because if the pocket does collapse on Joe Flacco, goodbye Joe Flacco. If the pocket collapses on Lamar, you could be in even bigger trouble. I was going to say that's actually probably a good thing for Baltimore when that happens. But I, he's also just clearly taken a next step as a passer in Monken's offense. Donnie, I, I how would, that's an argument. Donnie, how would you rank him? You want me to just go AFC here like you guys yeah. mostly did? Yep. Uh, I mean, yep. I, I put, as of right now, I put Jackson at number one. I know he's not playing this weekend. I know that he doesn't have a great playoff history. Uh, but mm-hmm. as it stands right now, the guy is going to win the MVP of the league. So... I'm going to at least put him at one. Uh, I'll go Josh He's Allen. He's got that Peyton Manning before he won a Super Bowl playoff five about him, though. I will. I got to say that. You know that eventually he got Peyton through. Manning won one. But he ne- did he ever look good in the playoffs? I don't have like a – well, when they rallied behind uh, him 24-3 to down to beat the Patriots in their own building, that was pretty 0-6? good. 6 Yeah, that was a pretty good game. Then how about Super Bowl? Terrible. I mean, that's one of the worst MVP. Bad conditions. That's right. Got to take that into consideration. Didn't want to give it to Joseph Adai, though. Live All right. Let it die. Jackson won. Who's two, Donnie? Uh, I'll go Josh Allen at number two. Uh, obviously, he's probably more of a double-edged sword uh, in a way of any other quarterback in the league. Uh, we talk about his turnovers a ton, but he's really one of one with his abilities, I would say. I mean, he's probably got the best arm of anybody in the league. And, I mean, behind – Guys like Jackson, there aren't really aren't many better running quarterbacks than what Josh Allen can offer around the league. So I'll go him at number two. Uh, Mahomes, just because of a more down year, uh, but I just have too much respect for the guy when it comes to the playoffs. I mean, I know Not that we, we, we've only seen him play home games or neutral site games. I understand this, but anytime this guy gets into January, I have yet to really see like a true – knockout punch to him I and mean, we've only seen two quarterbacks beat him it's tom brady and joe burrow uh when it comes to playing at his home site or in the super bowl so he's still very high up for me even though his numbers aren't as gaudy as what we're used to so i'll go him at three four uh, four uh i actually think i'll go flacco at four uh the, the playoff experience <laughs> the playoff experience it. i mean you guys pretty much said everything that i would echo he is. He has more wins on the road than uh, any guy in this field. He is. I, I don't. Is he number one all time road playoff wins? He has. He should be close. He's got. I think seven in his career. Uh, Brady never played on the road, so that's why you wouldn't. Pick well, him. he got three in his last year but, at Tampa. But you, that's why. How I think many he's road got games more. did he actually play? In well, New England. Well, he actually gets credit for winning the 1-0-1, even though Bledsoe came off the bench. So if you add up his so AFC. that's four. That's five, because 0-1-0-4, and then the three with Tampa Bay to get to a Super Bowl. There's five right there. Joe Flacco postseason uh, road wins. He has one, two, three, seven, four, five, six, seven, and then a neutral site game. I, you want me to check Brady? He's the only guy I would put in the same class. 
He's just got so many though that are that are at home. Keep going, Donnie. I'll, yeah, I'll I mean we we this. we got rid of Burrow for this playoff run because he's hurt. But there's another Joe Cool that everybody has to worry about. It's Flacco. I mean, I I I think what Chris says all the time is true. The guy almost looks bored, like it comes Radio so seven. easy to him, uh, and he's going to be a, a tough out no matter what. He's never lost in the wild card round, and coming off his couch and coming from picking his kids up at school in a minivan. Uh, he has been one of the best quarterbacks in the league uh, since he came back, what, a month and a half, two months ago. So I'll go him at four. Uh, number five, I will go Tua. Uh, I think the weapons play a lot into this, though, uh, because he has the best weapons of any quarterback uh, in the AFC right now. I, I don't know if there would be much argument. Whenever those guys are healthy, Tyreek yeah, Hill right. and Jalen Waddell, um, I think it's pretty – plus the multiple – running backs that they can use. And then does Mason does Mason uh, get to six or no? You got to put him seven. No, I'm, I, I, unfortunately I'm going to put Stroud at number six and then Mason at number seven. I mean, I guess it's both. It's unknown with both of those guys. Stroud being a rookie, Mason has obviously been buried on the depth chart. He's never gotten a chance to start a game like this. So both of them really in the unknown category. But Stroud is going to be the league's rookie of the year. I would think uh, he has a very, very bright future, like MVP-esque uh, type of future in Houston. And yep. Rudolph, you just kind of wonder, is this a short run? Uh, we talk about the bubble bursting. We talked a lot about that this week. Is this just a short run, or is there actually something there with the guy that we're just discovering at 27 or 28 years old? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Steelers and Bills with high winds expected in Buffalo on Sunday, where now everyone is coming out saying they will play the game. It looks like the NFL themse- itself as an entity has said no discussion to moving the location or time of the game. So... So 1 o'clock Sunday is what we're working with here. That Orchard is correct. Park. The NFL uh, pretty quickly responding to what you tweeted out that Marty was reporting and uh, refuting it. 
Steve Palazzolo, our great friend from Pro Football Focus, joins us right now. Steve, we were just ranking the AFC quarterbacks that made the playoffs. Where would you put Mason Rudolph? It has to be last, right? It doesn't have to be, Steve. You can go your own way like Fleetwood Mac said. <laughs> it could. Um, I think he's probably last. Yeah. Who am How I missing close here? to not last is he, Steve? Like, if you were saying, like, is it one, two, three, four, five, six, large gap the size of the Grand Canyon, and then Mason? Like, how close is he to overtaking number six? It's, well, number six is Joe Flacco. So, the. Uh oh. Oh, boy, Pony. Here comes playoff Joe. Missing? Hopefully not. Am I missing I somebody off no, the top we, of my head? No, I've got everybody. No, me and. Oh. The, the, the two of us were much more bullish on Flacco than you were. I mean, yeah, I mean, he still, like, was on the couch with the rest of us about 10 weeks ago. And I think he's been awesome and, ag like, very aggressive for Cleveland, and he's created some big plays. I mean, he, he hasn't made the big plays that he made even the last two or three years as a starter. I mean, he hasn't created big plays like this since, like, 2012 when they actually went on the Super Bowl run. But if Flacco came out Saturday and threw four picks against the Texans, would you be surprised? I wouldn't be that surprised if that happened. So it's not a, it's not a grand canyon of difference. Could, I hear you on that. Couldn't you say the same thing about Josh Allen against the Steelers if the weather was right? No. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen might throw four picks, but he'll probably back it up with four touchdowns too. The turnovers are very overblown with Allen because he usually also matches it with, with big plays and greatness. So... That's one of the things yeah, he, that Steelers fans are saying this week, Steve. Like, well, the Steelers can win this game because Joe Flacco is going to shoot himself Josh in the Allen. foot. Or Josh Allen is going to shoot himself in the foot in this game. He might. I mean, but he's also there's also a chance he makes three or four plays that no other quarterback is making this week as well. I mean, the, again, the turnovers, if you just look at turnover numbers for Josh Allen and say, oh, he turns the ball over more than anyone else, he's terrible, you're completely missing the point of Josh Allen, you know, because he offsets it with great plays and big plays. He's been fantastic this year um, but yeah I mean that would be the, the path to victory for Pittsburgh would be running the ball the way they have been recently and absolutely getting some of those turnovers because yeah Allen's generally going to give you some opportunities to pick it off or put the ball on the turf so you got to take advantage of those. Steve it doesn't sound like to me you think the Steelers have even like a puncher's chance realistically that you think this could be a lopsided game am I correctly inferring that from the way you've spoken about uh, things so far? It's not just me, but, yeah, it's a 10-point spread, right? It's not just yes, me. that's accurate. Yeah. A majority of Steelers fans polled by Pony, though, think the team is going to win the game outright, Steve. They did say that. Pony's followers are as optimistic as he is, which is great. You know, it's, it's, it happens. I'm actually not um, optimistic at all, Steve. I think they're going to get murdered. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it's the more realistic outcome. I'll say this, though. In past years, Buffalo, they, they've been 10-point spread maybe more than any other team. I'd have to look that up, but... This year, when they've been 10-point favorites, they have not been waxing teams like they have in the past. Um, even if they win, the, in past years, they're winning like 34 nothing, and um, they haven't done that as much this year. So maybe it is a closer game. But, yeah, I, I do like Buffalo to win the game. Steve, if the weather is as windy as, as the meteorologists are making it out to be, where we're talking about steady 30-mile-per-hour winds and gusts around 50 miles per hour, uh, what do you think the game looks like at that point? Is that the best-case scenario for the Steelers? Uh, I think for underdogs, generally, conditions help you know bring the game a little bit closer, for sure. So I think it's an advantage for the underdog. Um, I will say, Josh Allen is the quarterback that can beat the wind. 
right? Remember the game against the Patriots a couple of years ago where it was 50, 60-mile-an-hour wins, and Mac Jones threw the ball three times. Josh Allen was still trying to throw the ball through the wind. It didn't always work, but it did sometimes. He does have the arm to throw the ball through the wind. I don't know if Rudolph really does. But, again, I, I love the way Pittsburgh's run the ball recently, so they have an opportunity to – uh, maybe, you know, shorten the game and, you know, win on the ground um, a lot. And, and they're coming off the Ravens game where they played a similar style. Um, so, yeah, I do think it is to the underdog's advantage when there is uh, weather conditions like that. How much more of a puncher's chance or a chance in general would you give the Steelers if they had a healthy T.J. Watt for this game? Yeah, I mean, he's huge. I mean, I, I know we battle Steelers fans all the time with our grades and him versus Miles Garrett and everything, but – TJ Watts That's elite. PFS He's outstanding. 2023 Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett, Steve. I wanted to point That's that right. out. Our Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, the NFL Players Association also chose Miles Garrett and Max Crosby over TJ Watts. So it's not just us. Wait, would you guys, uh, would you guys put Crosby over Watt this year, too? I, I don't think I've ever asked you that, Steve. Do you agree uh, with yeah, that I think it would, choice as well? Yeah, I think we'd probably Garrett, Garrett and Parsons, uh, Crosby and Bosa, and Watt, probably fifth. Gotcha. Gosh. Don't tweet that out. Anyway, um, anyway I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I've already yeah, gotten so, in enough trouble today, so Steve. So, Watt's impact on the game, him not being there, how how significant uh, is it, Steve? It's huge because he affects protections. He affects you know the way the way teams deploy you know their running backs and tight ends as far as chipping and double teaming, um, and for whatever ways that T.J. Watt breaks our grading system by always having a ton of sacks, he does have a knack for winning cleanly, finishing the play, and then tackling the quarterback. Of course, that's called a sack. He does do that often, right? So those negative plays um, do make a huge impact. And uh, I do love the way the Steelers have loaded up. I mean, I, I like what Herbig has done and Highsmith and, you know, Golden Solid. I mean, they've done a nice job at least building depth there that maybe they didn't have a few years ago. But, yeah, T.J. Watt's obviously a, a massive difference maker and, and usually a difference maker late in the game when they need it. And so, yeah, that's a, it's a tough loss. Steve, do you feel better about the Steelers in this game with Mason Rudolph than you would if it were Kenny Pickett starting? Um, I think so, only because I don't I don't know if throw for throw Rudolph has been great. Again, I mean, he got away with a couple the other day that didn't come back to bite. But for whatever reason, the offense looks better. And for an offense that hasn't looked good for a few years, if he's the reason, it's just a couple good decisions a game and getting the ball to guys in space and not missing key throws. You know, I, I, I'd say, yeah, I feel better the way Rudolph is trending right now. But at the same time, again, if he if he had a rough one in tough conditions against a good defense, I wouldn't be surprised there either. But um, I'd say right now the way the team's played behind Rudolph, I'd say, yeah, I feel better about him than Pickett. All right, Steve, I'm going to give you a chance at possible redemption. We won't tweet out anything about Miles Garrett, PFF's <laughs> 2023 Defensive Player of the Year. I know uh, Devin Witherspoon was the Defensive Rookie of the Year. How close was Joey Porter Jr. to securing that honor? I'm not the final say on the awards, but I imagine it was close. He had a great year and uh, didn't give up a ton of catches. He had a few penalties or whatever, but, you know, graded well. And I think the future is very bright for Joey Porter Jr. Is he good enough to shut down Stephon Diggs and actually force the Bills to go elsewhere if this is a passing game and not a complete elemental mess on Sunday? Yeah, I I think at least, um, yeah. The Buffalo's been going other places lately anyway. Um, so Diggs has not been as big of a part of the offense. They've been going to Dalton Kincaid, you know, work in the middle of the field a little bit more, going to the running backs. So I don't know how much that'll matter because Buffalo's trended that way. But, yeah, I think, I think Porter can at least hang with Diggs for sure. 
Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus. Thank you so much, Steve. We'll talk again next week. All right. Thank you, guys. Good luck. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Text line is brought to you by Edgar Snyder Associates, a personal injury law firm. Time for the Donnie Football Debrief. He takes a look at the biggest football story of the day through his eyes. There's a pretty big one in Foxborough. Maybe Donnie's taking us in a different direction. The debrief, January 11, 2024. I mean, we already talked about the big story in Foxborough, so that's why I didn't think that would be necessary to touch on again. Correct. Good job. I agree. Good good repertorial and hosting instincts here, Donnie. So what do you got for us, Uh, D-Football? So a a couple of uh, commitment... Uh, headlines in college football, or I guess guys deciding to go back to school. So returning headlines. Marvin Harrison Jr., we'll start with him first. Uh, No surprise, announcing that he will go pro. Uh, He is the best wide receiver prospect since who? Mm, Ooh, boy. Megatron, maybe? Okay, I'd probably that's say, a good one to go back to. I'd probably to. say Megatron. Is there one more recent than that? What was Megatron's draft year? Oh, that would have been two thousand. I want to say oh six. And oh six. I was gonna say six or seven. Um, Jamar Chase was hugely thought of coming out, and he's been largely when he's been healthy as yep. advertised. Jefferson took people by surprise, so Correct. I couldn't say him. Chase was seen as the real deal, though. That's a good one, Chris. Oh, man, this is a great question from Donnie. I don't know if I've got one better than Chase. I mean, the all-time one is Keyshawn Johnson because he went, went number, number one, one overall. In 96. Fitzgerald was hugely thought of when he came out, and he went third. Yep. Do you know who went second ahead of Fitzgerald? That was Eli first. Robert Gallery. Robert Gallery. Gallery. Donnie. Yeah, okay. Donnie would have known that in a I, I knew that, know one. that one. That's a classic one. Um... Bigger prospect than Marvin Harrison Jr. Best wide receiver prospect since Calvin Johnson is what we've got right now is the most recent example. I mean, I can use, I can throw Chase in there. It's just, it's easier to say Calvin Johnson because we've seen the duration of his entire career. I think play I, out. I would put, I think I would put Harrison ahead of him. Chase, of Chase, yeah, I would. Well, the main thing on Chase has actually been accurate in his career. It's that the guy's real physical despite not being overly big. And when he catches the ball, he looks like a running back, which he does. You know who else just popped into my... Uh, no, I'm not going to say him. I'm not going to go with him. I'm, I think it might be Megatron. I really do. Man, remember the Lions just taking all those wide receivers Charles every Rogers, year? Charles late, Rogers, well, Mike what, Williams. The, the late Charles Rogers, yep. I think, yeah. Yeah, I would say Calvin Calvin Johnson is probably the right call. It's a good one. All right, what was the other one, uh, Donnie? Uh, so your pal Texas Keith, I don't know how he feels about this news, Pony, but uh, Quinn Ewers going back to Texas. So that means 
Arch Manning is still on the bench. Arch Manning on the bench with the, the freedom that we know there is in college football now, and I'm sure the money waiting for Arch Manning anywhere he goes, does the guy transfer? Or does he actually sit on the bench, which we see very, very little of in college football anymore? I think he might. I think he might because of the, the family he comes from and the way his uncles were wired. Peyton played the extra year at Tennessee. Eli Manning went to Ole Miss, followed in his dad's footsteps. 99% of quarterback prospects in this situation, I would think, would look at a transfer. I think Arch Manning looks at it like, I'll sit one more year, and then it'll be my job. Does he get any legitimate shot to unseat Ewers, or is Ewers coming back with the guarantees the starter? Well, he's the starter, but I think if he screwed up, I think Manning would go in. I was hoping that Manning went into the college football playoff game when Washington went up. They showed him on the sideline with his helmet on. I got a, I got fired up for that. Uh, if you had to guess right now the position of the player the Steelers will take in the first round, what would you say? Tackle. Another back-to-back -back years. Yes. I do not think I do not think it is out of the realm of possibility that they take Amarius Mims from Georgia and bookend their tap their line with Georgia guys. They move Jones back to his natural position of left. Mims is a natural right tackle. He is a monster, too. 6'6", 340. I do not think it is remotely out of the realm of possibility that they do that. I'm going to say defensive end. They got mocked. The Athletic did a mock. I'm going to say defensive end. And had them taking Jared Verse, the kid from Florida State. Where did he transfer from? Albany? Mm-hmm. Greg Gattuso. They love Greg. He's a... We he's like a, Greg, too. We do, too. Aaron Donald guy. Discovered Donald. Uh... I would say that Hayward, if he does come back, it's a one-year thing. Ogan Joby will likely be back, but my God, is that contract bloated and dead weight for me with the way he's played. Mm -hmm. Benton's your nose tackle. He's more your uh, Hargrave type. Not a, not a Casey Hampton, but a guy that plays the middle that can be a three-down defensive lineman and not just a run stuffer. Yep. And we've saw, we saw the way Hayward worked. He sat behind Kiesel and Smith. So unless there's a guy to position you absolutely, you know, where you're not drafting by need whatsoever, Hayward plays one more year next year, and then this guy takes over, and he's in the rotation in 2024. Yeah, yeah, you said it would have been an edge guy, though, but, yeah, this guy steps in for Hayward, whoever it would be. I could see it. They're not taking an edge guy with high Smith no. there's, and Herbig to go with Watt. I mean, that's – out of the question. Inside linebacker, man? Go, please no. It'd God. be later in the first round, though, No, Chris. I don't care. I was going it's to say corner. The, it is the running back of the defense. I've seen them connected to corners, too, and the few mocks that get put out. I'll give you one more that we haven't brought up. Wide receiver. I think there's a scenario in which if Broderick Jones is gone... They, they want to trade up for him, but he gets picked by the Bears or something like that. Yes. And Washington takes Joey Porter Jr. before the Steelers. Yes, uh, instead pick. of Forbes. So both of those guys are gone. Yeah. I think in that scenario, they could have taken Zay Flowers. You said you said prior to the draft, Tomlin loved him. Yep. He looks like he's going to be a pretty good player. Yeah. I like the kid, the other kid from Ohio State, Agbuka. Well, he just said he's going back. Oh, he said he's going. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't catch that. I didn't see that either. Yeah, he was the uh, other one today. No, no, scratch that off the list. Part of this is obviously who they hire as the offensive coordinator, but one of the 
you know, subplots to the season as it's gone on. Calvin Austin has just gone into witness protection, man. He's a punt returner, and that's it. He did score that jet sweep uh, touchdown against the Bengals. That's right, and then he caught the touchdown early in the season against the Raiders, but that's really but after all he's the Raiders, done, man. After the Raiders game, I think everyone assumed we were going to see a bigger role. I do think he's a casualty of him, of Canada. When Deontay went out, I was excited to see Pickett. what he could do. Yeah, I just I do think Pickett struggles, Canada struggles contributed to that. I think he also might be a guy who, who has a career that takes off elsewhere a little bit. I'll give Austin credit, though. Consummate pro about it, not that as a fourth-round pick he can bellyache too much. And he has given them a little spark with some good punt returns lately. Uh, just very funny, we were talking about the most hyped wide receiver prospects. And a friend of the show, Fake John and Robinson, said DeAndre Hopkins, who went 27th in his draft. D-Hop did not have, obviously, the insane level of hype. But just as an amusing thing, I went back and looked. Donnie, without looking it up, can you name the only wide receiver who went before Hopkins, who went at pick 27 in the 2013 NFL draft? Was that Sammy Watkins? I will, I will howl with laughter if you get this. No, it is not Sammy Watkins. 2013 draft, the only receiver to go before DeAndre and he was a top Hopkins. Ten, he was a top 10 oh. pick. Uh, I might nah, I might have the years wrong here because it's, it's too early for this guy. Because, go for it. Do it. Well, see, I wanted to say John Ross, but he was years after, no, right? He was like 2016. Little, little Tavon Austin. Yep. From West Virginia. Oh, of course. Yeah, what, like ninth to the Rams? Eight, eighth. And they could net. You want to talk? I, Calvin Austin made me think of this. Or Calvin, yeah. Yeah, Calvin Austin why am and I Tavon saying, Austin. Why am I saying Calvin Austin like it's wrong? I had my brain like short circuit. Tavon Austin got my memory go, or Calvin Austin got my memory going. Tavon Austin, they never figured it out with him. They never figured out how to make a guy small but fast like that work for their offense. Anyway. I would love it if they beef up and go tackle. Steelers fourth-round pick from the University of South Carolina by way of Oklahoma. Spencer Rattler. Wouldn't hate it. Me neither. At that point, I wouldn't. I've seen a guy. I think they'll do something like that. I've seen a guy who Joe had on on Thanksgiving who says Spencer Rattler is his QB1. Well, that guy must be Spencer Rattler's dad. This guy also did not like Kenny as a prospect. Thinks Caleb Williams wildly overrated. What about Drake May? He likes he likes May. He said if Shed Sanders, Shadur Sanders, was in this year's draft, he'd have him listed as an undrafted free. I agent. could also see the Steelers taking the Florida State quarterback coming off the knee injury in like the sixth or seventh round. Jordan Travis. Yep. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.